you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. On this episode, we finish our time in Mother's Heart, run the proving, and enter the womb of the Sacred Mountain. Welcome to Episode 4 of Lightkeeper Protocol. Welcome to Lightseeker Protocol, a podcast about our journey through Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, my name is Jared, but you can call me Ja, and I am here with Christina Zamorelli, also known as Pop-Tart. What's up? And uh, yeah, before we get started, I'd like to welcome any new listeners and welcome back any returning listeners. Uh, we'd love to have you guys uh, join us on Discord, which is mash.gg. Slash Discord, and you can come and discuss the game. You can discuss the show and uh, tell us how you feel about things. Okay, before we get started, let's recap what we talked about last episode. Uh, we made it to Mother's Heart for the proving, and we found out that, you know, Rost was got planning on disappearing after the proving so that Aloy wouldn't be tempted to contact him. Uh, we entered Mother's Heart with the help of High Matriarch Tirsa. And had a reunion with both Teb and Karst. And we met uh, two other tribes. One called the Karja and one the Osram. Uh, and the Karja aren't too popular with the Nora. Uh, you know, because they were raiding and killing them. So that does not help <laughs> Karja-Nora relations. Uh, we also met a new, uh, like not new, but a, another focus user. This is the first focus user Aloy has ever seen. You know, obviously besides herself, Olin. But he was acting a bit strange after a mysterious malfunction with his focus. And we also met Arend, uh, who is an Asaram. And uh, along with hitting on Aloy, provided a ton of information on the current state of the world. So where we left off, Aloy was getting ready to uh, head to the Hunter's Lodge to get some rest the day before the proving. And... Uh, Right before we get into the lodge, we run into another guard that was rude to Aloy. Uh, but this guy, he has a name. His name is Resh. Now you're going to want to remember that name. But uh, yeah, his name is uh, Resh. He calls Aloy a motherless chuff. And sometimes I'm, I'm wondering, like, who, who writes these things? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it makes sense because, you know, it's supposed to be a different world and it's supposed to have, uh, you know, a different... Uh, different words than us for the most part like you know trying to think like you know obviously like stuff like battlestar galactica saying fracking Fracking. have you ever watched (laughs) no i have not (laughs) okay oh man that show was great (laughs) but um yeah and the the thing that kind of asked a question i mean the guy formed a question does everybody know why she's an outcast that she's motherless like does everybody know because i thought the reasons why people were outcasts i didn't know if they were public or not because nobody seems to know why Rost is an outcast, you know? So, but the, it comes up a few times that... Um, she's motherless, yeah. Well, not that she's motherless, but for Ross, that it's something that people won't talk about. So the people that know vowed to not talk about it. 
Right, that is true, yeah. So it's very, I mean, Aloy doesn't have a mom, and everything about the Nora is about mothers. So it's very easy to realize that she does not have a mom. She's being raised by Rost. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, just like everybody knows when they see her, <laughs> they know. Like in the, even the kids in the beginning of the game, they knew that she wasn't like a, she didn't have a mother, you know, so like somebody had to tell them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Know, so. Yeah, it's, it was definitely passed along. Everybody was talking about it. It was the water cooler talk of the uh, past few years. So. Well, you mean the, the, the past 18 yeah. <laughs> like, because like, yeah. <laughs> everybody, uh, you know, they seem to know who she is. You know, I, they have to know who she is because, like, what if that, there's another teenage outcast? <laughs> you know? Why? Well, Tirsa said in the last episode, maybe I didn't say this because she was, like, not answering a bunch of questions that Aloy was asking, but she said that Aloy is the only other child outcast. Oh, okay. So the fact that she's the only other outcast that was outcasted as a child. Um, and the last one was like 13 or something. He was 13 when he was outcasted because he killed his parent or something. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess word gets around that a child gets outcasted because it doesn't happen ever. No, well, I guess so. But even so, like... uh Aloy kind of clapped back at him by saying that she thought he was, uh, this must be the bathroom because you're guarding it. And then before he can say anything, she slams the door in his face. That's how you leave him. <laughs> what a boss. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but inside the lodge, the, the hits keep on rolling. Well, well, look who's come in from the wild. The motherless outcast. <laughs> I see you've still got a scar from where that rock I threw hit you. Now that's a cherished memory. You can be a real lard sometimes, boss. Cut it out. Aw, you even try to dress like a real Nora. Not that it fools anyone. So this is how it's gonna be with you, is it? This is how it's gonna be with everyone, outcast. You belong in the wilds, not Mother's heart. And you definitely don't belong in the Proving. You can sense it. You already know you're gonna lose. I've trained all my life for the proving. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of anything. Really? Confidence is quiet. You're not. You know, I often think of the day I gave you that scar. It's a cherished memory. Yeah, the look on your face when I knocked that stone out of your hand was pretty entertaining. But I suppose you leave that part of the story out when you tell it, don't you? I branded you that day to mark your shame. All you did that day was make me stronger. Just wait. I'll show you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. This is boring. Time for Boss to get some sleep. You'll be the one surprised tomorrow, Outcast. Not me. Oh, are you going to shut your mouth? Because that would be a surprise. So as soon as she gets into the lodge, Boss starts uh, verbally attacking her. And just for, you know, reference, Boss is the kid that threw a rock at her face when she was younger. And, uh, well, actually, he, I don't even say, I don't even know why I have to bring that up because he won't shut the, he won't shut up about it. <laughs> he won't shut up about doing that. So, uh, yeah, you know, boss, he starts verbally attacking Aloy, saying she doesn't belong there. Actually, I, I was wondering, uh, we just kind of talked about it. And so I was wondering at the time, like, well, how does this work with other outcasts? Like, how, how are other outcasts welcomed? 
back into Mother's Heart because, um, yeah, like, this is like, you know, she's being completely discriminated against here, and it's her right to be to be there, right? So, um, there is a flashpoint. You can say one of three things that, you know, you're going to win, or I pity you, or that you're afraid. I chose you're afraid. Ooh, see, we actually picked something different because I said I pity you. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with the, uh, the heart? I think that was the brain one. Uh, the brain one was you're afraid. Oh, okay. Then I guess it was the heart one. <laughs> well, what, what happens when he says it when you say I pity you? Um, she's just saying like the only way to make your feel yourself feel strong is to make other people feel weak and it's not working. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, I trained all my life for this moment. You'll see how strong I am. Oh, okay. I think he says something similar, like when you say you're afraid of, because when you're afraid, you know, when she, when you say that, she says, you already know that you're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I guess the clap back. She said, um, you grew a man's body kind of, but deep, uh, but down deep, you're still a scrawny little brat. That that was like the, oh, yeah? <laughs> the clap back that she did for that one. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So she says, uh, well, what else she say? She said, uh, oh, yeah. Um. You know, he denies that he's afraid, right, uh, to a degree. And then she says uh, that confidence is quiet and he's not. That's what she says to him when you when you select you're afraid. So, but like I said, he keeps bringing up the fact that he hit her in the face with a rock. Like, it's his life's greatest accomplishment. You know? He was like, he said something to the effect of, oh, I branded you to show your shame or something like that. Like, isn't that the whole point of being outcast in the first place? <laughs> like, to, right. To show the shame. Like, like, somebody already did that job for you, dude. <laughs> you know? So, but, um, you know, I think, like, Ayla, she responds based on how you handled the situation. So, in, in my case, she mentioned knocking the rock out of his hand. I think we both picked the knock the rock out of his hand. So, I'm not exactly yeah. sure what she says if you just put the rock down or if you threw it threw it back, which I, I'm pretty sure you can't throw the rock at him. I'm pretty sure I if wish. you go to throw the rock, I think I'm pretty sure if you go to throw the rock at him, he, uh, like, uh, Rost stops you or something like that. I just wish, because as he's talking, I'm like, oh, I wish I hit him in the face with that rock. <laughs> like, Yeah. And, th- and then just the, 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 the chef's kiss on, on the conversation. Actually, I- I'm going to come back around to that. I'm going to come back around to how he ends this conversation. Um, I do want to mention that AOA says that, you know, what you did to me just kind of made me stronger, which is true because he, her, him throwing that rock at her is what motivated her to find out why she's an outcast. And ultimately her training for the, like to had her trained so hard for the proving because so unlike the rest of them, she doesn't necessarily care about becoming a brave, like the rest of them, this is a rite of passage. They want to become a brave. She doesn't care about that. The only thing she cares about is winning. Because she wants that, you know, the answer from the matriarchs. So she trained super hard. And we're actually going to see how hard she trained when we go through the proving itself. But like I said, the, 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 the exclamation point on this conversation, at least in my opinion, is when Bost mentions himself in the third person and then leaves to go to bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, it's time for Bost to get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot like, he did that. I was like, "Excuse me." 
<laughs> that is that was the greatest part. I was like, this guy. Oh, he's playing him so well. He's doing he's doing it so well. So the bo- time for boss to get some sleep. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was that was in a, like the best way possible to end that conversation with him. You know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, after you deal with Boss, you officially meet Vala. Like, if you like, when you first come into the lodge, if you don't immediately talk to Boss, Vala does say something to you. But you officially meet her, and she's friendly, but she's competitive. Nice job handling Boss. That should keep him quiet till morning, anyway. I don't believe we've met. I'm Aloy. Oh, I know who you are. The competition. The others, they'll finish the proving. Most of them. But win it? That's down to Bost, you, or me. Vala. Nice to meet you, Vala. You're right. I am going to win tomorrow. Never celebrate a victory before it's earned, girl. My mother taught me that. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to get some sleep. I plan to be well-rested when I run you into the ground tomorrow. <laughs> you know, she thinks that either you or Aloy, Bost, or herself are going to win the Proving. And, you know, Halo is like, well, yeah, I'm definitely going to win tomorrow. And, you know, obviously Vala's not really having that. So they trade a little, so a couple friendly jabs. But ultimately, like, it's ultimately just being, like, friendly, right? And uh, even after, like, Aloy gets to bed, she has a hard time sleeping. So, you know, Vala talks to her and she notes, you know, that it's Aloy's first time sleeping in a Nora Lodge. And she says, yeah, no, it's not very private. I'm just kind of like... Oh, do all Nora sleep in lodges like that? Like nobody has individual housing. Maybe that's a great case to live in the wilds. <laughs> yeah, that's also that's also true. Well, they don't show the inside of Ross's house, right? It's kind of small, so they probably kind of sleep in the same area too. Oh yeah, I would imagine they do. I'm pretty sure they don't have individual rooms, right? But like, like if it's just like your family, like you know, do you like you know that's a couple people? <laughs> I, I guess maybe. I mean, especially with them being uh, actually a matriarchal society, I wonder if all the family, like your entire family sleeps in one lodge. Oh, you my know? God. So I could a, never. If you have a gigantic family, like, good luck with that. <laughs> you know? So, but I mean, that's why Karst lives on his own because he's like, yeah, he, he's had to share anybody, anything with anybody. That's true. You know? So you you do have another flashpoint here, though, right? You can either say that you hate it or it's not bad or it's too soft. I picked too soft. What did you pick? I picked not bad because I, the second I started talking to Vala, I was like, oh, my God, I love her. BFFs. So I, <laughs> I just uh-huh. wanted to pick, like, the nicest answer. So, you know, I said not bad. She's just like, uh, it has its charms, you know. It's okay, uh, I guess. Yeah, so if you pick too soft... You know, uh, you know, Vala says that, you know, um, uh, I forget. Uh, no, actually, Aloy, I think she starts that conversation, said that, you know, she basically says that comfort leads to weakness. And Vala's like, uh, you know, all comforts aren't that bad. And she says that Aloy sounds like her mother, which you'll 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 meet Vala's mother later. Um, actually, not that long from now, but you'll meet her. Um, and Vala says that Aloy can always go back to live in the wilds. But in the meantime, she should get some rest and. You know, they both lay their heads down and they go to sleep. And that's the end of the the mother's heart. Uh, I was going to say campaign, but quest. <laughs> you know, that's the end of the, the mother's heart uh, quest. And now 
we're on to the proving quest, the thing that Aloy has been training for, for, you know, all these years. And uh, it starts with like a cutscene of them traveling to the location of the proving. And, uh, you know, the participants actually have to get to where the proving takes place. So it's not like they just walk up to it and start. They had to like walk and it's wherever it is. It's, it's, it's cold. It's snowy. Uh, and they, uh, have to scale a mountain just to get to the top of it and, uh, you know, start the actual proving. So, and of course, you know, and nobody's really talking in the cutscene. Bost is being a bit of a, you know, a jerk. Show off <laughs> he, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He cuts between Aloy and Vala. And at the top, there's Rush again. <laughs> and uh, he tells the Braves to ready themselves. But he also asks Aloy what it will take to get rid of her. Uh, and uh, the proven begins. And the first thing that they have to do is kill a grazer. So Aloy kills one. Uh, but, you know, when she holds up the trophy to say, hey, I got it. Bost actually shoots it and shatters it. And Resh is like, well, I guess your, your uh, trophy got shattered. You're going to have to kill another one. So this immediately puts Aloy behind everybody, <laughs> you know, because everybody gets a trophy. They run off. She has to kill a second one. And now she uh, is in last place. And uh, once she has a trophy, she actually starts what's called the Brave Trail. And like I said, she's last. You can hear another proctor in the distance telling everyone all they have to do is finish. And uh, I guess well, I guess somebody was passing him by, and he says, "Where's the outcast?" And the person says, "Oh, she was right behind me." And he mentions himself. She looked strong, you know, kind of like I guess he 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 sounded a little disappointed that she was in last place or like you know so far behind. But then Aloy actually does finally catch up to that proctor. Dead last girl. Might as well walk from here. Boss will win, Urvala. But you'll be made a brave so long as you finish. Oh, now. That's an old trail. Two died on it last year. It's falling apart. Better dead last than dead altogether. So, you know, he tells her the obvious that she's dead last. Uh, but he's actually, in his head, I'm pretty sure he's trying to be helpful, right? Um, he's trying to say, like, look, you're, you're last. He's, I think he said you might as well walk, you know, no need to kill yourself to get through it. As long as you finish, you'll be a brave. And, but that, like I mentioned earlier, that's not enough for her. She, she needs to get first place. So she, the only thing she cares about is that prize for winning. So she's looking for an alternate route, and the bride is like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, that's a bad idea. That's an old route. Two people died on it last year. I wouldn't do it. So of course she did it. <laughs> you yeah. know, she jumps yeah, she she jumps over to the to the old trail and the, the guy's like, "Hey, it doesn't get any easier for me. You should just stop and turn around." Like stop and oh, obviously she doesn't listen. So she does start the old trail uh which the old trail actually so you remember the metal devil they were talking about in that story? Mm -hmm. That's what you're running on in the old in that in that trail. What? I have to rewatch <laughs> these videos because I didn't notice. I'm so oblivious. Yeah, like that, like, you know, it will go from being rocks to like that black stuff mm -hmm. that you're running on. Yeah, that's the metal devil. <sighs> I was like that's so what, determined, like, oh, I'm going to find this thing eventually. I'm like running on it and I didn't even notice. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Ugh. 
Yeah, that's the metal devil that you're that you are uh running on. So um yeah, but like as she's doing it, like you, she's she's clearly catching up with the other participants because they're like, Hey, it's the outcast. She's on the old she's on the old trail, she's catching up. And uh, you know, finally Aloy finds a uh, a zip line that enables her to get like a narrow lead over Vala and Bost. And they run down and she gets down her trophy right before they do. She didn't win! The outcast cheated! An outcast? Win the proving? Never! For she is a brave now. You did it. As are you all. So long as you put your trophy on the altar. But it is Aloy. Once outcast. And now brave. Who is first among So, you know, boss is, he's upset. He's saying, oh, she cheated. You know, because <laughs> she uh, says the cheater. Yeah, says the cheater, right? She <laughs> says, oh, she cheated. She took the old trail, which I guess there were no rules against taking the old trail. They just didn't recommend it because people died <laughs> taking the, the old trail. So, you know, as he's saying that, the, there's another proctor at the end of the, uh, at the end of the, the proving, right? at the end of the brave trail. And she says that, oh, an outcast when the proving? Never. Uh, and, and for a moment, she thinks that they're going to like, Cheater, right? <laughs> like she, that she, that she can't win. It's one of those situations. But no, like she says, she's she's not an outcast. She's a brave now. <laughs> you know, I definitely and, thought I was like, this is the situation that makes her like snap. I was like, this is it because they're going to be like, nope, just kidding. You're not going to win no matter what. I thought that that was going to happen, and that was the situation that she was going to snap and would be like, you know what? Forget you. Uh no, they they they, they did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, she's brave now. So she actually does confirm Aloy's victory that she was, she, you know, because she says something like, you know, you'll all be braves. Just put your trophy on this thing or like on this uh, mount or whatever. But the, the person that came in first is Aloy. She is uh, the winner, right? Uh, so that doesn't last long like that moment that nice happy moment does not last long because as she is like looking at Aloy the proctor catches an arrow to the knee well not an arrow to the knee but she catches you know (laughs) catches an arrow to the chest she is attacked and killed and soon after that there are volleys of arrows that are are starting to rain down you know on the on the new braves and Bala and Aloy take cover you know they can see their attackers and, you know, Vala points out that there is a way to escape, but they can't escape under fire. So Aloy says, well, they can't fire if they're dead. <laughs> and then that's when you get control over and you're able to uh, actually fight these people who are uh, who are shooting at you, which isn't too difficult. You know, it's not, it's not too difficult, at least not at this point, because most of the enemies, like you, you get a headshot on them. They are they're they're just done. Dead. They're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but they are using they are using fire arrows. You're using regular arrows, but it doesn't matter as long as you shoot in the in the head for the most part. But uh, Aloy, she is attacking the attackers so that the participants can't escape. And uh, Boss wasn't a jerk for like two seconds, you know, like because Vala says, "Hey, Boss, are you with us?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm with you." So, Boss, Vala, and well, actually, specifically Aloy and Boss, 
are shooting back at the attackers while Vala is trying to gather the other Braves and get them out of there. But while this is going on, there is some dude who just keeps crying about how, oh, we're not going to be able to take him on. There's too many of them. Oh, mother, help us. Like, would you please <laughs> shut up? <laughs> would, you, would you please shut up? It's not helping because anyone. <laughs> it goes on throughout the entire experience. <laughs> it goes on throughout the whole thing. I don't even thing. remember that. I don't even remember that happening. Maybe in the back of my head, I'm I'm just so used to people whining in stupid situations. I just zoned it out. Yeah. No, like, I'm like, dude, why don't you help out? <laughs> like, come on. Like, like yeah, because I, like, I thought it was bossed at first. But then you, when you go by, by, by um, bossed, he is like, he's like taking cover and then firing, taking cover and then firing. So I don't know where, like, you know, the person doesn't have a name. It just says, um, Nora Youth. That's what it says. And that's what it had better said, because that person is not a brave. (laughs) 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 They needed to have their brave title stripped (laughs) from from them as soon as they got off, you know, that mountaintop. To be fair, though they finished, all of them finished the proving, how many people actually got to put their trophy down? Because if they didn't that do that, true. then they're not a brave. That is true. That is true. But he should not be. I'll tell <laughs> you that much. Like, oh, mother, help us, please. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, help yourself. Get a, get a bow. Get a bow. Get some arrows. You all have bows. Well, guy. they all have bows because they shot the grazers in the beginning to get their trophy. That is true. Exactly. They did. So they all have bows. They should have arrows still. Get to it. <laughs> you know? Help yourself. So, yeah, and for a while, you just get, you know, waves of fighters. Like, you know, at first it was just ranged, then it's melee. And uh, one of the attackers pulls out, like, a high-caliber uh, gun, essentially. And this is the first time seeing a weapon like this in the game. Clearly, these guys aren't Nora. They're not following the Nora rulebook. <laughs> you know, no Metal World technology. These guys aren't doing it. So... When this comes out, that's when things really get real because Vala gets shot almost immediately when he starts shooting. So Vala gets shot, and she's quickly followed by Boss, who tried to run to her, which I'm like, okay, Boss, like, you got to use your brain, dude. Uh, you know, but then again, he's never seen a weapon like this before. Right. None of so them have. That, yeah. None of them have, right? Uh, so now, when Vala got shot, I thought there might be a chance for like two seconds. I thought there might be a chance that she could make it out of it or she could crawl away. But then when Boss gets shot, they didn't even give him a death animation. His <laughs> whole body just goes limp and it lays in the snow. <laughs> like he didn't even get a death animation. It's just like it was like he was a robot and he pulled the plug while he was running. <laughs> I, like. I was hopeful. I was like, please, like, I don't care if Boss is dead, but like I was like, please let her live. I love her so much. Like, I was like, we're going to be BFFs. We're going to be getting, like, I don't know, coffee together or something, hanging out in the lodge, you know? I was I was so hopeful. I was so upset. I only knew this character for, like, 20 minutes, and I wanted to cry. I loved her so much. Uh, yeah, like, she was a cool character. It would have been nice to kind of see that develop a bit you know, a bit, a bit more, but no, I got cut off real fast. So I was like, yeah, man, like 
like I said, Vala, you you see her get shot and she drops, but when you see Boss drop, he they're both dead, dead. Like I'm like, oh yeah, they ain't coming back from that. <laughs> you know that that one is over. Um, so you know, as we move into the final phase of the fight, the guy who's been throw, doing the command so far and has the the gun, he uh, says, "Oh, the red hair dies now," and he tells everybody to move forward. So, uh, but in reality, only one guy moves forward with him. <laughs> Only one guy moves forward, and then you fight him. Which I don't know. Did you fight him with like your with your bow, or did you fight him with your staff? Because it's just it's way easier to fight him with the staff. So I kind of hid real quick because I was trying to figure out what was going on. Um, because this is my first time, and then I shot him a couple times with the bow, and I was like, "This isn't working." And I just slashed him, and I was like, "Okay, that's better." And then you know, I picked up the gun. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Yeah, a good strategy is like that you can, if you set him on fire, at least gives you time to cover the, like, because he has to, he's going to try to pat himself down. You know, that's not what it is, kids. You got to stop, drop, and roll, okay? Especially <laughs> if there's snow around. <laughs> that's right. what you do. You don't, you don't pat yourself down. Uh, but he gives you a little time to cover the distance to catch, to get to him so you can, you know, hit him with the staff. But yeah, you're right. Like, once you, once you, once you kill him, you can take, you can take his weapon. You know, Aloy breaking another rule just became a brave and breaking a rule again because she's not supposed to touch that. But I guess at this point, who's alive to tell? Right. (laughs) Nobody's there. Also, like, save yourself, man. Like, what what other day? If she didn't do that, she probably would have died. Right. So, you know, what do you want to do? Break a law or be dead? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You can explain stuff if you're alive. Right. Right. So, but uh, yeah, you take his weapon, you wipe out the rest of the enemies, and uh, once the fight is finished, Aloy notices that the attackers are wearing focuses as well. So she takes a focus off of the guy that she took his weapon. She's taking, she's taking everything from him, and then the the actual true leader shows himself, and he just quickly overpowers her. Like he just grabs her by the throat, and then uh, he takes her to a cliff. And I don't know, like, so I don't know if he starts to slice her throat or if he was going to just stab her. Because if you look at her neck after this, it looks like he partially stab, like, started slicing her throat. But it also could just be a mark from him strangling her. That also could be what it is. He did slice her throat because the knife was up there. Because when I watched it back, the first time I saw it, I was like, why is her throat cut open? And then the second time I saw it, I think he was going to slice it her throat before he got distracted. So I think he did slice it. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Right. So he see, tell he tells her to, he says, turn your face to the sun girl, which is kind of a clue to who they are because the Karja are, um, the Karja, they worship the, they, they worship the sun. Like that's why they have the whole 14th in the line of illuminance, 14th illuminance in the line of the sun and you know, stuff like that. That's why they do those things. So it kind of gives you an idea of who they are. Um, especially because, you know, you know, obviously Owen has something to do with this. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's Owen's not Karja. He is Asaram. But he works with the Karja. So it tells you that the Karja do have something to do with this, maybe, right? But that's that is a clue that there's something going on. Yeah. And I had uh, a there. I had a couple of theories too, because I don't know what's gonna happen, right? So like right. your theories are, I guess, baseless. I don't know. 
But <laughs> I, I figured either the 13th didn't actually die. Maybe the son died. Because the, the dude that you talked to says that nobody's actually ever looked at the the dude because you can't look at him or something. I don't know. Which, who, the, who told you that? Uh, what's his name? The envoy or whatever? That you can't, the envoy says that you can't look at the Sun King? Yeah, people do not look upon the Sun King, he said. Well, uh, you are. <laughs> I will tell you, you will meet the Sun King. So, and it's not like, and it's not like some, some like private secret thing that either. Right. It's like Aloy's here. Oh, great. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> okay. Well, maybe, maybe that, cause my one theory is reading that one line and maybe he was saying maybe the, the envoys or the preachers or whatever don't. And that's why they have the yeah. hoods. Um, or that he died, but the son rose up and just did the same things that he was doing, or he did die. And there was just like a rogue, I guess, bunch of people that were like, no, the last son King was, you know, infallible. So like, we're going to follow what his rules were. This is the only way. So those are like my three theories. Gotcha. Okay. I probably shouldn't even have said anything. I was like, I guess we'll see. Went back and I'm like, what? <laughs> That I I I I I, 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 I know on my first playthrough, and we're talking four years ago at this point, over four years. I know I probably talked to that envoy, and this time I'm kind of upset myself that I forgot to talk to him on my way out, uh, so I could have heard that line. Because if he would have actually said that to me, I'm like, you are tripping, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so I get like you know, I, I'll leave it at that. We'll we'll see how uh, you know which one of your theories. Uh, unfolds there, if any so, if any <laughs> i'm sure this is now this is they're going to be several people who have already played the game that are going to listen to this but at the same time i don't want to i don't want to do any spoilers uh where i can because i know there's going to be a bunch of people playing it for the very first time right before you know it comes out this uh february you know so yeah please don't spoil it for me thank you <laughs> yeah you're welcome sorry yeah but yeah, I am a little confused by that statement that he made to be honest with you. So maybe I uh, remembered it wrong. So definitely correct me next episode if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Okay, I'll have to go watch that that scene somewhere. Uh, but yeah, so before this guy who has remained, he's I think it just says nameless Keller or something like that, or unknown Keller is what he's labeled as. Uh, he shot in the arrow. Oh, sorry, sorry. Shot in the shoulder with an arrow, <laughs> not shot in the arrow with a shoulder. <laughs> so, and it's Rost. Rost is there, and this guy just like breaks it off. He just breaks off the arrow and like walks it off, and he starts fighting uh, Rost. You know, him and Rost are fighting each other, and uh, yeah, he is able to get the better of Rost. Probably because I mean, Rost is definitely older. Uh, but this guy, he's, you can definitely tell he's a, a bit younger. Um, but yeah, right, right. He gets stabbed in the gut. He, that's, how, that's what he does. He stabs Ross in the gut. But, you know, Aloy passes out after she sees this. Uh, and the thing that kind of got me is that he didn't go, like, he didn't go back to finish Aloy. I guess he was upset that Ross ruined it and just like, ah. He uh, what does he do? He tells another person to burn it all, and I'm like, burn what? 
is nothing but snow up here. Dude, I got <laughs> I got so pissed. I was like, why do you bad guys? This is how games happen and movies happen of revenge. It's like they they just don't finish off their target. Just kill. If you're there to kill her, then kill her. Like, right, yeah. What? <laughs> I don't yeah, want her to die, but obviously I'm just like, that's so dumb. Right, yeah. Like he doesn't. He doesn't go back. He just talks like I burn it all and then to your task. That's what he says. Uh, so I honestly, like, I'm not even saying it's just to kind of avoid spoilers. I cannot remember what his task is <laughs> right now. <laughs> I cannot remember what his task is. Uh, so they obviously have something else to do while they're in that land. And uh, they light a fuse on a bunch of explosive barrels. So Rost, he uh, crawls over the Aloy. He sees it's about to happen, and then he tells her to survive, uh, and then he pushes her off the cliff. He rolls her off the cliff, which, uh, you know, as she's falling down the cliff, the last thing she sees is Rost being blown up on, on the cliffside. And this is another one of those situations like, well, why didn't you just roll off with her, dude? I said the same <laughs> thing. I'm like, just tumble. Like, you know what? Worst case, you die. But that's what's going to happen if you just stay there. So you know what? Take the chance. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. He rolled her off because he knew she had a better chance than than not if she stay if he if you know she rolled off versus staying up there. But then again, we did not like you see Ross get blown up, but uh, you don't necessarily see him die. You know. So it's one of those things that you know. You're not 100% sure. Did he die or is there something else, you know, something else going on here? So obviously he was there to watch her because he wants to see what happened. But why did he pop up now and not when all of the children were being shot? (laughs) Well, I I think maybe he was really far away. Maybe he was just like far away and watching from a distance. And then he had to like, he had to get to her. So I can give him that. Okay, really bad, you know. I guess. <laughs> hey, he had to make a dramatic entrance somehow. Right. <laughs> That's true. Right? Or possibly he just may have wanted to like, okay, well, like she's brave now. Like she let her do a job. And then at the last thing, he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, like, nope, 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 nope. Not working out, you know, so. Yeah. So uh, that actually concludes the proving. That's the end of the proving quest. And that moves us into Womb of the Mountain, the next main quest. Uh, and the next thing you really see is like Aloy, she's coming in and out of consciousness as she's being moved through a cave. And she's having weird dreams about when she was like a child and when she fell into the, the cave, the, that first cave in the game. Uh, there was like a, a weird thing about the metal devil being in there. It was almost like little aliens-ish. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, where, uh, you know, she's in the water and like a tent, like a, like a, a tentacle or something comes out of the water and like looks like it's about to grab her. So, uh, but you can hear Tirsa saying that she's dying. And wherever Lanzra, oh, sorry, wherever they're taking her, Lanzra does not agree. She says it's blasphemy. So Tirsa says she should be near her mother. And then she like passes out. And then that's that. And then when she wakes up, she's in an unfamiliar place, and she has like a, a like a light like a slight panic attack because she doesn't have her her focus, you know. That was that was interesting to see because like, yeah, she uses it all the time, but like, 
she's so reliant on it that when she doesn't have it, it's like, oh, my God, where is it? Right. Well, she's had it since she was like, you know, a little girl. Right. (laughs) You know, has been with her the whole way. Uh, So, you know, she looks around. She does find her focus pretty quickly. She finds it with her clothes. And then she realizes that she's inside the Sacred Mountain, which that actually surprises her because only matriarchs are allowed inside the Sacred Mountain. You know, so that's where uh, that's where she is. And uh, with the focus, she's able to unlock some doors and like, you know, get through to, to, to another area. But my question is, how do the other Nora get through those doors? Because. We already saw that you use the focus to unlock those doors. That's how, that's how it works, you know. Uh, even though uh, Tir- uh, um, Tirsa is able to unlock another door later, but she just presses the door and it opens. So maybe it's not. I mean, I'm overthinking it. Maybe, maybe I'm not. It's not as complex. Maybe you don't need the focus to open the doors. Maybe you just use it to see what doors you can open. So. That's why Tears is able to open them because she knows what doors will open. Maybe. There's also some like um vents. You know how video game vents are, they fit humans. Right. Uh, there's some <laughs> there's some vents uh around that area where in your actually one of them, in order to get I think one of the power cells, you have to use the vent system and and, and, and get in there. Um I mean, it will, uh, it must, it will, it will really suck to pass those by because, like, you might forget which which power cells you got and which ones you didn't. I got uh, it. I, I was. You got it. Yeah. yeah, I explore like when I'm in something, I try to explore every little piece because you know, typical like act like adventure game, they hide like weird things in very obscure corners. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, so those power cells, I don't think we, I don't know if we've actually talked about the power cells. You mentioned it, maybe? We might have mentioned it in a previous episode, but those power cells are for, actually, when you first get it, it unlocks a level 25 quest. So it's definitely, right off the bat, they're telling you, like, this is for later in the game. And technically speaking, I guess that's true. But there are these power cells that you can pick up throughout the game that will unlock an item for you. And we'll talk about it once we actually run across the item, uh, which, you know, I, I, I don't think I've talked about it yet. So I may, I may be trying to keep it a secret for no reason, but uh, yeah, like there, there's a specific item, but those power cells are very, very important, or at least very, very helpful uh, later in the game. But yeah, there's a power cell in, uh, in the mountain. And you get it by using the human size vents. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, she also finds her weapons, and then she finds that other focus she took off of one of the attackers. So she tries to access the data, but she's blocked. But she's at the very least, she's able to access a message from the unknown killer. All commanders, halt excavations and proceed at once to the mission point. Avoid all contact with Nora Savages. But if you are seen, kill every witness. Target imaging attached. Do not fail. So she finds out that the attackers were sent there specifically to kill her. And they saw her through Owen's focus. So when that malfunction happened, he probably was getting a message about it or like an alert or something like that. And, you know, Owen definitely saw, he definitely saw the message from the unknown killer. 
So he knew something was going on, right? Uh, I wonder if the color of the focus represents a network you're connected to because all of the killers have the same color focus. And same thing with Owen, like he had their color focus. That's what I was saying in the last uh, episode, I guess. And maybe I, I noticed that too, that all of them had the same color focus that he had. Um, yeah. And that's why I mentioned it. But I definitely did notice his focus was a different color. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, he definitely knew, and that's why he was like, hey, you probably want to enjoy yourself tonight, because tomorrow you're going to die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's what he was saying. Uh, so, in that message, there's also a hologram of another woman who looks just like her, but older, and it says their DNA matches 99.47%, and she wonders if that might be her mother. And in the hologram, the woman says, you know, she hears, like, I guess like you would say a computerized voice. And she tells that voice, you need to stop listening to Ted and start listening to me. And I got to agree, never listen to anyone named Ted. Never. <laughs> <laughs> okay? If their name is Ted, they're not worth listening to. So, but this, she, she sees it. And Aloy, I, guess, I was going to say without any mirrors, but I guess she can see her reflection in, like, rivers and stuff like that <laughs> as well. But she's like, yeah, this woman looks... You know, just like me. I doubt she knows what DNA is. Well, she <laughs> so, yeah. she did. It was either side by side that they. Sh- I think it might have been side by side true. that showed I it. True. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I have theories again. <laughs> you have theories again. What? Well, let's, let's hear your again. theories. This time, I'm not going to comment. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, there's. Okay, maybe it's her mom, and she was like some of the because she looks like she was from the metal world, right? So maybe she's some of the last survivors. Um, uh huh. Or maybe the metal world's from the future and it somehow got dropped into the past. Or she's some some kind of test tube baby that just didn't, wasn't born until years later the, that the metal world got destroyed. There okay. we go. Okay. I am going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I think it's going to be interesting uh, when you find out what actually happens. And this is, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be perfectly honest with you. You will not find out until almost the end of the game. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) There's going to be tons of other stuff that kind of like happen to keep you satiated from a story perspective. But that loop, I will tell you that that definitely loop gets closed closer to the end of the game. So they they did a pretty good job with that with the with the climax of this game, I will say. So but, um, you know, Tirsa shows up and tells Aloy to follow her to the place she was born. So Aloy is surprised to hear that she was born inside the mountain. And Aloy asks why she was brought there. And Tirsa says, you know, she thought she was going to die. And, you know, dying near one's mother is sacred. And obviously, we heard Lanzara. She did not want her to go. But Lanzara doesn't want to do anything. She's a huge, like, party pooper. She's annoying. (laughs) Just go off and do something else. Please, go bother somebody else. Be mean to somebody else. Go scare some other children. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just her face model. I doubt they have any face model with her smiling. (laughs) I doubt it. Because they're probably like, why would we even make her smile? Like. She's going to be mean the whole game. Uh, I, I think so. I'm pretty sure she's mean the whole game. I don't think she ever lightens up. I can't remember. Uh, but uh, Aloy and Tirsa, they arrive at a closed bunker door. Does my mother look like me, but with short hair? I don't see how that could be. You were not born of a woman, Aloy. 
The mountain is your mother. I'm... What? What are you talking about? Come. The Great Chamber, where all mother slew the Metal Devil and gave birth to you. Aloy, the Proving Massacre was just the first of many disasters. The war party we sent after the killers was ambushed and slaughtered. But what does that have to do with where I was born? My hope is... everything. This is where we found you. We heard your cries, came to look, and there you were. Just... just lying there? Yes. You mean I came from behind the door? Always, that is what I have believed. That you came from the womb of the mountain. A gift from all mother herself. But others, like Lansra, feared that a darker power put you here. Not a gift, but a curse. But... This isn't a goddess. Aloy! It's a door. So this is that door that I was talking about that Tirsa just knew to press it and it opened up. But uh, Aloy asks if her mother looks like her, with, but with short hair. And Tirsa, I, I think she doesn't say, I can't she remember if she says, I don't think so, or that's not possible, because she says that Aloy was born from the mountain, which is like, you know, what? What do you mean I was born from the mountain? When Tirsa opens the door and reveals this chamber, they call it the Great Chamber, and this is supposedly where All Mother killed the Metal Devil, right? So Tears tells Aloy that the uh, the war party that was sent that the, you know the, like you know the, so actually what she says is that the um, them being attacked on the mountain was just the start of things. That the war party they sent after the attackers was also ambushed and slaughtered, and she's hoping that you know. Bringing Aloy here will find will help them understand or piece together what's going on, and uh, you know she shows Aloy where they found her, and it's basically right in front of this this door, you know, that's where they they said that they heard crying coming from inside the mountain. They checked it out, and boom, she was there. And now we actually get a little, get, get a little bit of insight about Tirsa. And why she's so, I wasn't why she's so nice to Aloy, but like, you know, one of the reasons why she, she seems to be the odd man out when it comes to Aloy. Because Lanzara is clearly anti-Aloy. And Jezza is like, eh, she's neutral. Different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can, it's like she can go either way. But um, Tirsa said that she thought that Aloy was a gift from all mother. But Lanzara and she said others believe that a darker power put Aloy there. And I'm just kind of like, but okay, this is a sacred mountain. This is supposed to be a holy place, right? And you think that the evil put her there? Like, you know, like, you, like this is supposed to be like a, a holy place. The, the metal devil was defeated, right? right? And you have this, this great chamber right in front of your holy door. And boom, a baby's there. And you're going to treat this baby like trash? <laughs> yeah, this is how God felt when he sent Jesus. <laughs> you know? Aloy <laughs> like, is Jesus confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, this is like, yeah, like, this is, uh, 
that that explains like kind of how, how, the, how the, like the dynamic is and why Lanzara so much does not like Aloy, you know. And um, at the one thing I did think it was funny because uh, you know obviously like Teresa keeps talking about like mi- pointing to the door, calling it All Mother, and Aloy is like, "This is just a door." And <laughs> Teresa's like gasps and grasps her pearls. <laughs> you know, don't say that about All Mother. I love you this know. scene so much. <laughs> Where oh, yeah. she like walks up. Um because it's like we know what's going on and we understand what like corrupted data means and everything. But to people who don't understand what technology is, they're like, "Oh, the land's corrupted." And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is great." <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, let, let me let me help the audience catch up because she's so excited to talk about this part <laughs> that we didn't even talk about it yet. So right after, like, as Aloy is walking up the door and dissing all mother, according to Tirsa, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the door actually starts to light up. Mother, <gasps> oh. Oh. hold for identity scan. The goddess speaks, just like the one I saw. Error. Alpha registry corrupted. Identity cannot be confirmed. Entry denied. No, no. Aloy, all mothers spoke to you, as if she knew you. Were you not listening? It didn't recognize me. Because of corruption, the goddess's own words. Surely, if you heal this corruption, she will see you clearly. And how would I do that? You said you've had visions. Of a woman with short hair. The killers came for me. Because I look like her. But their power is overwhelming. Is there no other trail to follow? Omen. He was one of the outsiders. The night before the proving. The killer saw me through his eyes. He lives in Meridian. So you will have to leave the sacred land. I've been an outcast all my life. Why not an exile too? There is another way. Come, and we will make it so. So, like, Tirsa is in awe that the door is lighting up, and then you hear this voice saying, uh, identity scan, and Tirsa's like, all mother's speaking. The, <laughs> go- the-, the goddess is speaking, and she starts bowing. And uh, so it scans, uh, it scans Aloy, but says the registry is corrupted, and it can't confirm her identity and denies the entry. So that's what Christina was talking about um, when she said <laughs> corruption. Uh, you know, Tiersa says, you know, oh, clearly, you know, she says the goddess spoke to you like it knew you. And it was like, well, clearly not. It denied me entry. And Tiersa's like, it's because of the corruption, you know? <laughs> and if you heal the corruption, then all mother will be able to recognize you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong, but just in the wrong context. Like you gotta heal, you gotta heal the corruption in the mountain, man. 
And yeah. it's it's funny because I don't think any of them have stepped on that because if it hasn't scanned anyone else, either they scanned her because she had the focus or they just never stepped up there because it's a holy space. So nobody stepped up there for all mother to talk to them. I think it might have scanned her because she had a focus. It probably scanned her because she had a focus. So great. Well, it's the same voice that you hear when uh, in that hologram. With the woman that looks like Aloy. Right. That is, is the same voice. So it's kind of it's kind of uh, similar there. It's um, just super, I guess, I don't know, ironic where they're like, oh, the machines are evil, but all mother is good. But all mother is just like a machine, like it's technology. Like it's still. Actually, that's going to come up in like just a few minutes. Like like uh, the conversation that Aloy and Tirsa have. Um, so. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the, to them, the machines, well, to them, the machines don't have voices, right? The machines are just machines. They're beasts. So, yeah. They're, they're beasts. So, you know, and even in the machines, well, the machines have always been beasts, at least as far as we're concerned. Um, but to, to, to them, like, I guess, I guess they did believe the machines had voices at one point. So, but yeah, like, this is, to, to, I guess maybe because it's inside of a mountain. You know, like, oh, I guess other mountains are like this too, the only inside, you know? Right. Or this is oh no, or technically speaking, this is this is a special mountain because it's all mother, right? So so Tyr says she suggests that Aloy follow a trail and the first thing Aloy could think of is other people who attacked her, and that's pretty dangerous, right? Uh but then she also mentioned Owen, that you know, Owen had a had a focus and he's a Meridian. So that means that she's going to have to leave the sacred land. And so Rayla is like, okay, well, I guess whatever. I've, I've, I'm, I've been an outcast. We might as well be in exile as well. But Tirsa says that there is another way. Uh, so Aloy is following Tirsa out of mountain. And she kind of catches her up on having with the war party. So apparently the war party, they were ambushed and only half of them survived. And she also said that the, the killers have control over the machines somehow. And uh, she kind of threw shade at the other matriarchs. She's saying the other matriarchs want to sing hymns and ask for all mother's blessings. And, you know, Aloy says, well, what was your plan? She's like, my plan was to show you your birthplace and let nature take its course. Like, <laughs> that was her whole plan. I guess Which it's was something. A, it's a better plan than singing hymns. That's you know? very true. It, it did yield better results. I mean, I got a whole 55 hours out of that. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, like it, it, it definitely, um, it definitely was a better plan. So they get outside, and Tirsa tells the other matriarchs what she saw. It is done. Yes, I showed her. Sisters, the goddess spoke to Aloy, told her to heal the corruption. Ha! But how is she to do that? She will have to journey beyond our sacred land. A seeker. If the goddess spoke. It must be so. You would name this thing a seeker? Sister. For once, Lanzra, join with us. This will be your sin, not mine. Send her seeking and may she never be seen again. Aloy, by the holy grace of the one goddess, we hereby anoint you a seeker of the Nora tribe. No barrier can now stay you from your sacred task. May all mother protect you and sustain you. Stay true. 
I will make ready for the hymn. Tirso, what's his secret? You are. And here is your mark. In times of great need, the High Matriarchs may anoint a seeker. A worthy brave sent forth to accomplish a great purpose. No matter where that purpose might take her. Even beyond the borders of the sacred land? Yes. And with the right to return when you are done. Or as the need arises. You know, she mentions that she wants to make Aloy a seeker. And, you know, normally... In for, for and you find this out a little later when you're talking to, to Tirsa, and I'm a little later, I mean like two minutes later. Uh, but Nora are normally forbidden to leave the sacred land, and I'm not just talking about the embrace because out of the embrace is still considered the sacred land, the embrace is just like extra protected. And uh, if you leave the sacred land, like you're considered tainted, um, because all the other lands are unholy or whatever. And uh, a seeker is allowed to leave the sacred land and also go into the ruins. Without punishment. So this seeker blessing basically says, well, you can't get tainted because we said so. <laughs> you know. Love that. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a good blessing. Great blessing. <laughs> uh, so most of the time, uh, seekers, they use as diplomats. And when it's peace times or if they're like, you know, in times of conflict, if they have to step out of the sacred land to do something or push enemies back, then that's what they'll do. Uh, but seekers are given a mark so that others can identify, uh, other Nora can identify that they're seekers. So, but Landra, being the, the 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 sore spot that she is, won't bless this. And then she says, maybe if they make Aloy a seeker, she won't come back and just walks away. But in this case, she's not needed because she's going to get outvoted. There's three high matriarchs that that we know of, and both uh, Tirsa and Jezza. Um, you know, they're like, okay, we'll make her a seeker. So they give her the, the seeker blessing and then, you know, they give her the mark and it is what it is. Now she's free to roam anywhere on the Horizon Zero Dawn map, <laughs> you know, which I'm pretty sure is Colorado. I'm pretty that- sure you're in Colorado. <laughs> they bring it up in the game. I'm pretty sure it's like somewhere in Colorado. So, yeah. So, um, after you get you you are turned into or blessed as a seeker, you get to talk to Tirsa a bit more. And like I said, she does explain that the lands outside are considered tainted because it's not in the sight of all mother, and all the lands are considered considered uh, spiritually tainted. Uh, Aloy asks if Rost was a seeker, and Tirsa she stumbles on that a bit. Like she says, oh, no, he wasn't a seeker, but we can't really talk about this right now." So they're gonna leave you kind of hanging on for that as well to find out what was going on Rost. At this point, I'm almost more interested to know Rost's Rost's story. That was really hard to say his name. Uh instead of Aloy. Because I'm like, what's the secret? Like what are they what did he do? Who was he? Because he was obviously like a very strong person. Right. Before being an outcast. So I'm like, what the heck could he have possibly done? And he was an outcast by choice. Like what happened? Right, yeah, exactly. They do give you information, and honestly, I can't remember what it is, so I'm excited to find out for a second time. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what it was. Uh, But, uh, you know, we'll find more about Ross. But what she did say is they didn't find, they didn't recover much from Ross's body. They said what they found, they buried at his house. So this leads to more, like, did Ross actually die, or what's going on with Ross? Like, is he alive? Is he dead? 
Uh, we can find out later, right? But at least, regardless, Aloy thinks he's dead, right? So she's not going to look oh, for yeah. him. So he got his wish. Absolutely. That is true. In a dark <laughs> way. Great job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Aloy asks, why are the ruins forbidden? And Tisa says that the ancient spirits of the faithless, uh, this is not verbatim, but essentially what she says, the ancient spirits of the faithless haunt them and try to ensnare those who ruin them, uh, who, 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 uh, who go through the ruins. And Ayla is like, well, she's like, well, the ruins look like the inside of all mother. And Tisa says, uh, that can't be true. You know, like she doesn't believe it. She's like, no, it's definitely true. That's what the ruins look like. Um, the next question should have been, well, how do you know? <laughs> you know, but uh, no, that was like, yeah, she just says, uh, you know, she doesn't believe it at first, but she's like, oh, I, if you're right, it must be beyond my understanding. It just kind of leaves it at that. She doesn't really address it any further. She says she'll trust an Aloy to reveal the truth. And I mean, here's the thing, though, right? Like, um, obviously, these are are man-made things. Like us talking, looking into the game, we know these are man-made things. Uh, even if Aloy came back with 100% definitive truth of what what of what this stuff was, do you honestly think these people who have been worshiping and this has been their way of life for like, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years are just going to stop. Be like, oh, that is just a door. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think that it would be, I don't want to say bad. I don't, I don't know the proper word for this, but probably not a good idea to tell them, hey, you're the whole thing, your whole religion and everything is fake. Probably would be a bad idea because then you're going to have people in the, the tribe like on both sides like angry or like no and it's going to cause like a fight with it like it's just it, it's probably not even a good idea to reveal the truth to them yeah and actually later on much later on in the show well actually there i i um uh, you can find it in like uh either like um one of the the extra one of the audio logs or one of like the extra pieces of information you can get, but it talks about how the different tribes came to be from a more factual perspective, not like a lore perspective. Like, Oh, these guys are faithless when the machines talk to them and <laughs> promise them of cities. <laughs> like, you know, there's, there, there is information out there, which we'll get into later. So it is, a, it is a bit interesting, but yeah, it will cause, uh, I would say the entire society will probably collapse, mm -hmm. you know? Because you know there's going to be somebody like, well, she's an outcast, you know? And then she, she must have been tainted when she went out past the sacred land. So you can't right. trust what she's saying. That's exactly what Lanzaro would say. That's all the ammo she needs. Because that's the type of person she is. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, you know, Tirsa says that, she, you know, Aloy needs to go to the gates of the Embrace and find Varl. And he will point her in the direction of Meridian. And, you know, she says thanks, and then they both part ways. and. Before we head to Varl, though, we need to go talk to Resh, who is the new war chief. Yay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that should be fun. Uh, but, yeah, before we do that, I mean, we're actually going to cut. We're going to cut that at this episode uh, here. And on the next episode, we'll go. We'll start off by talking to Resh before heading to the gates and, you know, getting on to our journey uh, to Meridian. So now 
This is, this is the first major story turning point. How are you feeling about the game at this point? Uh, still feeling pretty good um, to the point where I'm obviously creating theories on what's going to happen. So I'm really excited still to see what's going to happen. Um, but like I said, I really want to see what Ross's story is. Um, but I feel like that's not going to happen for a long time at this point. So I guess the the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is actually getting to Meridian. I feel like it's going to take a bit because I'm going to explore, um, you know, a lot <laughs> before I get over there. But I really want to see what that town's all about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you should. Uh, the 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 more you explore in this game, the more resources you get. The the it's just you're better off. You're better off. So. Um, not to mention the game does move you along at a at a good pace. Honestly, like you get the way the the quests move you around, you get to see a lot of the world. The side quests are usually in the same area, so you can kind of complete them at the same time and then go back and hand them in. So it's actually it's it's really nice like that. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, we're gonna cut that here, and I like to thank everybody for listening. Um, if you want to keep up with what's going on. With this show, you can follow us on twitter.com slash the mash network. That is the mash those buttons official Twitter account. Uh, Christina, do you have any social media or podcast you want to plug? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at s'mores pop tart. Um, I'm also on another podcast called wondrous tales. That's for final fantasy 14. And we talk about any final fantasy 14 things. So content in the game, um, news, stuff like that. Gotcha. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jostradamus. And uh, sometimes I do stream on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And we'd love to have you join our Discord community at mash.gg slash Discord. We're going to have channels for Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Zero West. Oh, (laughs) uh, Forbidden West, sorry, not Zero West. And, uh, you know, you can come and, you know, tell us about your experience with Horizon. Uh, you know, tell us what you think about the show. Just talk about the games, whatever. We will have a spoiler channel too, so that that'll be nice for those for people who want to move a bit uh, a bit faster than the show does. And uh, yeah, I encourage you guys to contact us with your comments and questions. So you can do that on the Discord. You can reach out to us on Twitter, or you can just email us at contact at mash.gg. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and to rate and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take your support a bit further, you can visit mtb.gg and see all the ways you can support Matches Buttons. And that includes Patreon, Teespring uh, store. We have Twitch subscriptions, uh, Humble Bundle affiliate link, and you can also just give a one-time PayPal donation. And I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show to hear more about Mash Those Buttons. And with that, we are done. We will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network 
facebook.com slash mash those buttons or join our discord at mash.gg slash discord. 